Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. This episode is brought to you by the GSD Academy. This step-by-step business productivity online program will share with you exactly how to shift your mindset, set boundaries, build rock-solid processes, customize your message in order to strategically grow your revenues and get shit done. Visit AngelaProfit.com slash GSD Academy. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And I'm so excited to talk to our guest today because if you've been listening to me for a little bit of time, you know that I absolutely love video. It's my favorite way to connect with you and our listeners and the audience, even though podcasting has been audio for about five years for us, we're thinking about bringing a little bit of video into it. We do now and then, but what we've learned over time in getting analytics is that people that listen to podcasts, they listen to podcasts, they listen to audio. People that want to do video, they go over to YouTube. So I don't know, we'll see what happens. But the new craze of ever since COVID and Corona is this other app called TikTok. And I've met so many awesome people, but I haven't met a bunch of people that are actually focusing on TikTok, actually for business and for marketing. And so that's what our guest does today. And so I'm super excited. So Kyle, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Angela. I'm really excited to be here. It's really, yeah, really such an honor. Yay, super excited. So I met Kyle on TikTok and he started to do something that I noticed right away that he knew what the hell he was doing (laughs) because (laughs) you're consistent, which is really hard for people to be consistent. But before we jump off and like talk about one of my favorite little apps, TikTok, um, I'd love for you to share with our listeners who don't know you or don't know anything about your podcast yet what what's been your journey like how have you gotten to where you are today to where you decided like hey i'm going to jump into this new venture because i know you have a journey and i know that you have a a great past so i'd love for you to share your professional journey with people to share with them how you've gotten to where you are today awesome yeah angela honestly this is a crazy story so (laughs) It, it's not so straightforward. It's all over the place, which is makes the story so fun. Yes. I, my background is nothing to do with social media, has nothing to do with marketing. I was a respiratory therapist for years in the US, crazily enough. How I kind of got here was I was singing on an app. I know this sounds like it's going off tangent, but it's not. <laughs> it, I was singing on an app called Smule. And oh, okay. Hadn't heard yeah, of that I one. was just, single guy living in the US, you know, working in the hospital, singing on this app. 
And I met this girl in this group song. Me and her started chatting. She was living in the UK. Well, she's now my wife. And <laughs> so we met online crazily enough. I moved to the UK to be with her after only six months of chatting. We lived there for two years. We now moved to Canada, but we have four. So she has four children and they're now my four stepkids. And one of those awesome. kids is a influencer on TikTok. And awesome. so she's got 2 million followers. And so through her journey of learning everything there and me stepping in and being her manager, I've learned the successes that people are having in that platform and what the space looks like. So I jumped in as soon as she was growing, I started jumping in as well and learning. And believe it or not, I had a guy reach out to me named Duke McKenzie, who's huge in the social digital media space and said, Kyle, we would love for you to be the head of talent for our talent management agency called Project Z. And I was like, Duke, what? I have zero experience. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I was like, I have zero experience. I'm a respiratory therapist. He's like, Kyle, I, you don't understand because you're so early. And this was in the beginning of TikTok as well. Like when mm -hmm. TikTok just merged from Musical.ly. So I've been in it from the beginning. He's like, you have a fresh perspective you're not jaded by these other social media sites. You have a fresh mindset of short form platforms and what influencers need in this space. I, you're the guy. You've been doing such a great job with your daughter. And I was like, okay. And so me and him have been running ever since. And we now house some of the largest talent, including Michael Lee, who's got 44 million followers. And so we're just crushing it in that space. And now with BizTalk, I thought, hey, this would be a fun opportunity to talk on a podcast about business and TikTok, mm. because I noticed in the space, there's actually some great people on the platform that have changed their life with TikTok and marketing on there. I thought, how cool would it be to chat with these people on a podcast and learn the strategies they have? So that's what my biz talk podcast is. And that's a little, yeah, quick rundown of my story and who I am. Isn't it crazy? Like I was in healthcare as well. Um, I did not go to school for business, for marketing, for any of that stuff at all. Right. I just loved helping people. And yeah. it's crazy how your passion that you, you know, I don't know about you, but like I was taught you go to school, you go to college, you get a degree. Healthcare seems really safe. You're always going to be needed. Yep. And then there's, you know, other things out there, which when I was in school, social media didn't exist. When I started my first business, social media didn't exist. We got mm -hmm. business because we worked hard <laughs> and we yeah. worked our asses off. It wasn't because of social media. And so this just evolution of being able to take new things and be able to learn them and have a whole different perspective of life is is actually quite fun when you like take a step back and like really think about it. Absolutely. Um, so it sounds like you really were there in, in the very beginning with TikTok. And so it's changed so much. I mean, I know that it was around before Corona and I know a lot of people yeah. that I know, at least um, in the digital marketing space, I, I started to, to get people asking me like, are you on TikTok? What do you think about TikTok? And I'm like, I don't really know anything. My sister's kids dance on it and I um, help them do the dances. And sometimes I learn them because I was a dancer. I love to dance. But I don't <laughs> know anything about it. And then that turned into the, then when quarantine happened and, and I had to jump in and help homeschool them, 
I'm like, okay, this is bribery, pure bribery. You can get three hours on TikTok if you do three hours of work with no talking so that I can actually get work done too. And so, but then I started to actually watch their reaction of how excited they were when it was like TikTok time. And I'm like, what is it about this flipping app? <laughs> and so I started to like get on there and then they start tell, t- talking to me and telling me all about the hype house and the sway house. And I'm like, I got to learn the, this business model. Like I, I got to, I got to figure it out. And so I started to dig and learn more and more about it. And then, you know, started my own after I'm like, okay, well, we're actually going to take a more strategic approach to your channel, like to the 11 and 12 year old kids channel. (laughs) When I started to like understand it a little bit, but I know there's a lot of people listening to us right now that think we are crazy and they are like, why should I be on TikTok? Like totally. it is a kid's dancing app. So, and I'm sure you hear it every, I know oh I'm hearing it every day. So what would you say to those people? Like, how do you even, um, when people come to you and say these things, especially, I mean, your podcast is all around it. Mm-hmm. And I know people think it as people look at me like other moms and people, they're like, all the kids are on TikTok and you're on TikTok and I'm like, you don't know what you're missing. You yes. really don't know what you're missing. What do you? What would you say to those people? Why do they need to be on it? Totally. Okay. So th- that is one of that is the largest misconception of TikTok for sure. That oh, it's just a kids dancing app. Believe it or not, statistics show that 35% of the app is actually over 35 years old, which is crazy. That that number has jumped up significantly since COVID, and that number is increasingly growing and growing. So I tell people this, look, the number there is, is 35% is still a huge market if you're yeah. trying to reach that, right? But it also shows that it's early. You're on the ground floor, people. Like if you have a business or you're wanting to market in this space, you might as well get in now because so many people are still trying every single day hustling on Instagram and YouTube and not getting much success. So why not come to a platform that's still early for those people, those early adopters in that space of education and talking about your business and get in now. It is also so key. The algorithm is unbelievable because your content will get pushed within that algorithm to the right people. So it's like paying for advertising. You don't even have to pay. It it does it for you. So I try to tell people this and explain to them, but once they get past that, it is not just for kids that you can have as place on there too, regardless of your age. People just go crazy and they realize once they get on there and they see the the power of it, it's just unbelievable. It really is. And, you know, I will say that, and, and we're going to talk about a few of these um, marketing strategies, you know, even when I, I, consistency is the key. And then mm-hmm. there's some things that, I've learned and that, you know, I've done myself over time that have really helped, like, you know, jumpstarted some things. And I'm, I'm curious to ask you like some of, some of your take on a few of these things as well, but just like any other platform, y'all, you really do want to sit down and put together a little bit of a strategy. The, the fun thing with TikTok is every day you can go on, go to a little magnifying glass and see what's trending and see what's new and, and use a trending sound. You know, for me, it's like, I've never sat down on Instagram ever 
And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to see what's trending today. And then let me do a little bit of content around trending things. And then maybe people will see it. It's it's a little bit different with TikTok where it TikTok tells you like, hey, here's what's trending. Here's the trending hashtags. Here's the trending music. Here's some of the trending effects. And, and like, go have fun with it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this strict strategy every single day. Maybe that's just what I'm thinking. But do you think that people need to sit down and like, what is the first marketing strategy to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to sign up for a TikTok today. What would you tell people? Like, what is the top thing that you have to start doing first? For sure. I think, well, consuming is obviously key. If the, if somebody just signs up for the app, I would say just start consuming right away because it's really important to understand the vibe of the platform and how it works. Secondly, though, if you have been a consumer and you're looking to finally start making videos, I think a plan definitely does help, but don't take it so seriously. Like relax because it is all about having fun and being authentic and just being real. But a strategy definitely does help. Like what are you going to talk about on your channel? That is really key if you're going to kick it off because you want people to be established of who you are. And it is okay to change as you go, but the algorithm really does kick that out. So if if you're going to be strategic, think about your niche and figure out where are you going to start? Maybe start a series. Those work really good. And the cool thing is the videos are 60 seconds. So your series can last a long time because you can condense, you know, it's hard to condense everything into 60 seconds. So you can make multiple parts, like 10 parts into a series. So I would plan those out and maybe even record some of those videos right away with before posting. So you have a few days to kind of catch up like in your drafts. That's what I do. And then you have like some days that you can focus on what you're going to do next and give yourself some time especially in the beginning, because you might be like confused, what do I do every day? But if you have a little bit of a plan that that's really key for sure. Yeah. It's so crazy to me how the algorithm works though, because what I see and then what other people see as the people that I talk to about it, we sometimes I'm like, what the hell are you looking at? Because <laughs> I don't see those things like at all. And so the key is like when you sign up, I know my mother, she's like, well, I saw on Dateline that TikTok and the Chinese government is spying. And I'm like, and I guarantee you, Facebook knows more than they do. So we're not going to go there. And guess (laughs) what? You're not doing anything on TikTok and neither are me or any of your kids or grandkids you know what, that wouldn't end up on the front page of Facebook because that's how we've raised these kids. So mm-hmm. we're going to have fun with it like half the other world is. Now, if, if your, your friends at church want to poo-poo it, whatever, they don't know what they're talking about. And they're definitely not monetizing it. And they're definitely not <laughs> making money. Right. And I guarantee to you, they're probably not even on the app. So let's just start there. So she's like, okay, okay, give me an account so I can see what you kids are doing. (laughs) And she's like, I don't want to post anything. I just want to follow people and I just want to watch it. And I'm like, okay, mom, but but we're going to sit down and we're going to pick your areas and we're going to say what you like and what you, you know, you don't like. And, you know, she's Catholic and she, she has found a few of her Catholic creators on TikTok that are absolutely hilarious talking about the Bible and yeah, all kinds of great things. And so if you would have asked her 
two weeks before on TikTok, you know, what's your perspective? And you interviewed her. I'm going to do it one day just to be funny. Yeah. And then, you know, now she's like, oh my goodness. She Yesterday, every day, she's like, Angela, did you know on your iPhone, if you click on the notes tab, there is this scan feature that you can scan a piece of paper into <laughs> your notes? I learned that on TikTok. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I teach Apple classes. I teach technology. I'm like, of course, mom, I know that, but I'm so glad that TikTok taught you that. It's like the cutest thing. And so it's not all about dancing and it's not Mm -hmm. all about the Chinese government. I I, I still don't know what what they're talking about, but it's like, if you want to watch my camera through my TikTok app, have at it. Like, yeah, have fun. I don't know. You'll you'll have fun watching some of the things that I watch. But the algorithm is so different. So if if someone's brand new and how do you teach people how to train the algorithm to show them the things that they actually want to see? Mm-hmm. No, you, you brought up a lot of great things there because and before I say that, the algorithm, I love it because it's so true. We, My household, we all have TikTok and we go through our, our TikTok feed and they're completely different, which I love because it's geared to us. It's not just geared to everything else. And bef- like I said, before I go into saying what to do to train it, the thing is that's different as well about the algorithm, like to Instagram or Facebook, those algorithms are based off of the people that we also are friends with or in our circle. And we see the things that they're seeing as well. It's like shared interest, which is fine, but shared interest isn't that great because sometimes our friends and family, we don't have the same interest, right? Like, so we don't care mm-hmm. about, uh, so you're just like scrolling on Facebook and get really boring actually. On TikTok, it's geared to us. So there's no sharing. We don't have to share with anybody else. It's just our content, which is so, that's why it's so key. And that's why it's growing so fast because people are like, yeah, I I don't care about other people's interests. I want to look at my own. Mm -hmm. And so what I suggest to people that are just getting started to find those things, I think searching up hashtags right away, because you're going to get a mix of the for you page is going to be completely random when you first along in and does not know you. It's like dating. I say it's just like dating. You have to get to know it. It has to get to know you before you can make that match and make that marriage. Cause trust me, you will be married to TikTok because you'll get addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say, you know, search up a hashtag if you're a photographer, search up photography, uh, the hashtag, and then see who's making photography content that you enjoy. Like, wow, I really like that style. That's exactly what maybe I want to make or I want to consume that style of content. Like those videos follow a few people within that niche and quickly the algorithm will actually change really fast and you'll start seeing more content like that. And if you like animals, trust me, animals videos will pop up on your for you page for sure. Uh-huh. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll like them. one. <laughs> yes. That's all it takes. Literally you see one cat video, boom, bunch yep. of cat videos, but the, the, and that's how fast it really does work. And then it'll start gearing and you can go on tangent. Sometimes your for you page will change because you start consuming different content. Like you, maybe you like the how to videos or life hacks. And then all of a sudden you'll start seeing way more life hacks. So it's, it's fun, but I would suggest just starting there, looking up a specific niche or topic you love going with that and the algorithm will change. Yeah. And I will say too, something like when, it was, it was the politics are really heavy. Now I'm not into politics. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to understand it. I don't want to understand it. It's not something that I want to dedicate any time in my life to. It just isn't. 
And but every once in a while, like it would make its way onto my for you page. And what I also started to learn was if you stop and like watch it, it's going to start giving you more of that. So if you don't want it, like just keep scrolling like really quickly and definitely don't double tap your screen. Like don't like it. If you don't like it, then you don't, if you don't want more of that. And so I very quickly learned that, oh, if I don't want to see those things, like just keep scrolling so that the for you page quits feeding me that stuff. And it actually quit. So yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> it does. It's a very smart system. It really is. It, re- it really, really is. So, okay. So if people want to get on and d- do you tell people like, use your real name, use a fun name, use a business name. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. It depends on what you want to do with the account. And then, and another tip too, which we can, you know, dive into in a second, but I would suggest it depends on what you want to do. If you're just a consumer, go ahead, make your username however you want. If you want to make it a nickname, anything like that, make it something funny, go for it. If you're going to use it for content, it depends as well. If you're going to make content that's like funny, you're like a meme kind of page or or you don't care, it's just going to be a mix. You can use your name. That's a great one, you know, for, for branding or personal branding as well. You could use your name. If you're a business, definitely use your business name. Try to find that. That's key. That's key. Cool thing is though on TikTok, you can change your username every 30 days. So you can start off with something and then you can update it later if you do decide to change. That's really awesome. But you can have multiple accounts on your phone. So I always tell people this as well. If you want a business account that's strictly for your business, awesome. You can have a second account that's just for your consuming. And I do actually think that's a valuable thing because sometimes you want to keep your niche of your business. You want to keep seeing what's in that niche and and what's trending. And it can easily be overtaken by some of your personal likes. So I have two TikTok accounts. I have one that's just for my personal consuming that because I watch a lot of animal videos and Mm -hmm. I don't want that to get taken over with all my niche content and see what people are doing in that space. Mm -hmm. So I have a personal account for my personal consuming and then a business side for all my business stuff that's related with that. So that way my for you page can show me everything people in my expertise and, and field are doing so I can keep up with with it and get some ideas. Super smart, super smart. So on the business side, can you share a little bit for for those of you listening that if you want to do what what Kyle's saying, which I completely think is the smartest thing, there is a different type of account so you can get your analytics, right? Like yes. being being a, a business account. So, and then there's also, if, if you'll share with them like the different types of accounts and then like what you need, like if you're going to be in the creator fund, what you need. And if you're going to mm-hmm. go to live, like how many you need, like there's all these little things that you need to know, especially if you're a business and and you're going to get on TikTok. I mean, it's just like Instagram and YouTube. It breaks my heart when people come to us and they're like, can you help us do this, 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 and this? I'm like, well, before we make any drastic changes, let's look at your analytics. And then they don't have any analytics because it's not the right account. So <laughs> can you explain the different types of accounts? And and if anybody listening and you're starting off and you want to start with your business, listen up because this is really important, the type of account that you have. Yeah, no, for sure. So when you just log in and you just have an account, it is a basic standard account. There's no analytics. It's pretty much geared for you to just be a consumer. 
you can't make videos for, but you will not see any of your analytics. Some people don't care. They're just there. They're just going to make silly videos and they could care less about anything like that. But if you're, you know, using it as some sort of strategy, or you do care a little bit more about what people are doing, you definitely want to go and set up your account for a either it's called a pro account. So you can either create it into a creator or a business. So a business one is really for like brands, retailers, organizations, things like that. If it's just you for your personal brand, or you're looking to get more analytics for just personal content, I would go with the creator, the creator account. And with that, you can pick different categories within there. You can be a beauty person, an educator, entertainment, media, dance, anything you can think of. They have multiple different categories you can pick on there. And, and from there, you just, you're within that. And then you get access to the analytics, which is really important. So you can see things like how much your video was watched, how many views you're getting per week, per month, per day. And you can, and you can look at that and see what's trending within yourself. It, it even gives you like a content thing and see what videos are trending. So you can kind of make note and say, oh, those, that style of video is working great. I'm going to continue making things like that. And that is really important. What you need to know as well is the two key critical things is going live is such a huge aspect portion of it. And I know some people listening right now are like, uh, no way, I'm not going live. It is something <laughs> that it is something that you have to learn and get used to. But it, believe it or not, it's actually fun once you get used to it. And so you need a thousand followers to get that. You also need a thousand followers to be able to put a clickable link in your bio, which is really important too. Some people are thinking thousand followers, no way. Like that's going to take me ages. Believe it or not, TikTok is so great at growing that you could be able to grow to a thousand followers pretty quickly. It sounds like on Instagram, that might take you months. It could even take you a year to get a thousand followers on there from nothing. But on, in, on TikTok, you could get there from a matter of days to maybe just a few months. Like yeah, at the it's, max. it's crazy. So let's talk about that because I had that exact same thought of like, oh my God, it's going to take me forever to get to a thousand followers <laughs> to be able to go live. And then there are a few little strategy things here that you can actually do to get yourself there pretty quickly. And so I quickly learned about duetting and stitching. Yes. So tell our listeners <laughs> a little bit about those two strategies and why it freaking works. Yeah, the honestly, those two, my views do better when I'm a do, doing a duet or a stitch for sure. It's interactive. So the reason why I think TikTok loves it is TikTok loves to be interactive. They want their creators to be able to create and collaborate with each other. So a strategy is, you could go through your for you page and if you find a video that's really interesting you can either duet it or stitch it so there's a few people that are now doing they'll say hey tell me your best marketing secret stitch this and then so you can take that little part of them just saying what i just said and stitch it and then say your marketing secret and that kind of kicks it out that you're being interactive and you're collaborating and people it's going to like share it more and then a duet is really fun because you can put a video side by side. So people use it in all sorts of ways. Some people even just use it as a reaction. They'll just kind of watch the video with the people watching it with them and react and like laughing. Or you can do things like 
adding something funny. So if somebody's next to you and they have like a broom, you could, and it's like part of it is not in the screen. You can showcase the other side of their broom and what's going on. People get really creative. You can also add value to it. So if somebody's saying something, you can add maybe some text on screen, or you can speak as well and say, Hey, this is such a great thing that they're, that they just mentioned. I also want to include this. There's so many different aspects there, but those do really well. The views on there do well, and it's going to get kicked out further and you're going to gain some followers. So I always say definitely add some stitches and duets into your strategy along with your regular videos for sure. So what are your thoughts around this? Which I didn't know this when I first started like doing duets and I told myself, I'm like, okay, every time I see a video that I'd like to duet, um, you know, and I might not be in the the area or decent lighting or anything, you know, I'll like it. So I can always come back to it or sometimes I'll even save it on my phone <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I'll come back to it. And then I'm looking through my feed and I'm like, oh my God, I've saved way too many TikToks <laughs> on my phone. Um, but I didn't know early on that now, it, it, and before I say this, let me back up. So to get into the creator fund, you have to have 10,000. So I know you mentioned right. 1,000 to go live yeah. and then 10,000 to go into the creator fund, meaning if you want to do some type of mon- monetization, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later, um, that's what you really got to get to, which, you know, 1,000 seems hard, but then when you get to 2,000 and 3,000 and 4,000, you're like, okay, I got this. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to get to 10,000. Yeah. But then- a lot of the duets came to screeching halt when I saw people say, well, I'm trying to get to the greater fun. And if I stitch or duet people, those views don't count towards the creator fun. Right. So what are, if you can explain, elaborate on that. So anybody that's listening understands what that means and what are your thoughts behind that? Yeah. So the creator fund, once you get into that program, you get paid per view and it's pretty low. It's only like one to two cents per 1000 views, but it can add up over time, right? Like if you're monetizing and you're going to make some money off a video, that's great. Like that's exciting. It's like kind of a YouTube thing, but they realize that because the algorithm does favor duets and stitches, they said that sometimes people don't really bring value so that, you know what I mean? Like, so you can just sit there and watch a video and not even do anything and, and gain a lot of views. So they felt like they're only going to reward creators who are creating their own original content. Mm-hmm. So those views will not count for being able to be monetized. But I still say use them because it helps you boost and get some new followers and shows that you're different and be creative. And if you are going to do duets, add some value to them as well. People really appreciate that. They actually will say, hey, I'm glad that you didn't just sit here and watch this. Like you, you mentioned something funny. But that mm-hmm. is pretty much what that is. So you do still have to make your own videos if you want to do well and, you know, maybe follow some of the trends. So if you do like some of the videos, instead of duetting them, see if there's a way you can do it yourself and maybe bring that content a little bit more value, even if it's like very similar, that's, mm-hmm. that's okay too. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I find, I think it's, I, I love, I don't know, there, there's like a. I don't know. I have like a, I'd I'd love to know your gut reaction on this because I have like two different views on it. So one, 
is like there's a lot of controversy around these really large creators that, I mean, their full-time gig job, skipped college, all that stuff that, you know, Mm -hmm. we did. Um, They're like, I'm a full-time TikToker. And they do these huge, you know, dances that go around and these, um, you know, different trends. But then they don't tag the original creator. And a lot of people get really pissy. Yep. Do, what is that about? Like, is it, do they not, do they really not know? Do they not want to take the time to tag the person? Like, what is all that about? Like, <laughs> I would, I would want to, if I knew somebody created a song or a dance and I knew it, I, I would tag them, you know, that's, or, or do the little at thingy. Um, but, the, but I've noticed on these larger creators, especially the ones that my, my nieces go gaga over, like they, they just don't do it. Like, what's the story behind that? Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest stories we can think of that was when Charlie D'Amelio kind of took over the renegade and we found out later, she was not the original creator mm-hmm. of that. But, um, the, it, the thing is my daughter, right. That's what her content, she's actually called Jade can dance. And that's what she's so popular on the app. And she's actually fallen into that trap too, where she's done a dance and didn't tag anybody. And I saw, yeah, the hate that comes from other people, but believe it or not, there's so many trends that go on and so many people are doing it. You're like, who even originally Mm -hmm. did this? (laughs) So it's tricky. So her strategy is if she doesn't know, and she wants to pick up the trend, she'll put in the comments and say, Hey, tag the original person so I can give them credit. And then she'll got it do a shout out in the comments. If she does know who it what is, she definitely will say DC. So that in the caption, they'll, people are now putting DC for dance credit or, um, and they'll tag the creator. But it is, you. there's so many trends that pop off and you're like, who did this? Because so many mm-hmm. of the large creators are doing it. So you're like, who started this trend? And it can mm-hmm. be confusing. I I see tons of videos and, and I've even made kind of, trending stuff within that and I've never like been called out but I eventually found out who started it I never even saw them before or even heard of them so right. yeah it's tricky <laughs> and people will flip and tell you y'all because so I did um my mother always says this she's always like telling me how you know remember because sometimes you know I'm just I'm I didn't used to be like this, but I'm more business-minded than like GSD. Like we're going to get shit done. Don't come and work with me unless we're going to get shit done. And I'm very business-minded. And so she's like, just remember that you people may not remember what they learn from you, but they're going to remember how you make them feel. So you always make people, you know, you offer them milk and cookies. And when they come into your office, I'm like, I'm not a fucking Starbucks. Like they can go to Starbucks. Like I'm here to get shit done with technology. Like, I don't care about your milk and cookies, bring your own water. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) And so she's like, people will always make you, you know, whatever the saying is. And so I, I said that on TikTok something because she had reminded me I was like oh yeah I should say that little tick on tip on TikTok boy people came through and they're like you know the ladies Maya I don't remember her name and they're like please tag blah 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 I mean lots and lots and lots of people and I'm like damn people thank you so much like thank you I didn't really I didn't remember who originally said it to me my mama said it because my mom always said it that's what my mom wants on her tombstone yeah so I'm always like you know my, I know somebody said it 
but I was like, you know, thank you so much. Absolutely. You know, happy to tag the person. Isn't she dead? But like, whatever. Um, But people are super protective of that stuff. They are. Yeah. I appreciate it. But it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. Um, And then the whole stitching thing is actually really, it it is a lot of fun. And Mm -hmm. I love how people start that where it's like, Hey, tell me about, I, I saw one that you did something about, tell me your crazier story with blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'll go yeah. first. And then it's fun to see like how people around the world start to pick up on what your, your initial thought was, and then, you know, go after it. And it, like you said, it can only be 60 seconds. Yeah. TikTok for me has taught me how to add incredible value in 15 seconds yes. because my videos that are shorter do better for some reason, it seems mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what that's about? Just yeah. the, the 15 to 30 to 45 to 60 seconds? Yeah. The watch through rate. Like, so, uh, yeah, here's a little sneak peek for anybody listening if you want to boost your algorithm. And uh, trust me, I'm making longer videos because I feel like, oh, my gosh, how do I get all this out there? But it is true. My shorter ones do work is because mm-hmm. – the watch the rate. So if you, you need somebody to, if you start a video, let's say it's 15 seconds and people watch 12 seconds, that's the, the average that's going to do really well. Cause the app is like, yo, you put out a video, people seem to enjoy it. Cause they're at least watching it. But if you can get them to watch the entire thing. So if you can get them to watch all 15 seconds and rewatch that video is going to pretty much just get kicked out far because the app recognizes that as it's valuable content. The thing with longer people are very, you have to keep them going. So there's a lot of strategies behind that to like be do transitions or to not film it all at one go and kind of do cuts. Cause sometimes like the audio, like when it cuts like that, it actually keeps somebody's focus, but because Mm -hmm. our attention spans are just getting less and less with these short form videos, the longer content does not get watched as much. So you have to be a lot more creative with that Mm -hmm. for sure. What are your thoughts on recording inside the app versus a little bit of both where Mm -hmm. creating the video and then bringing it in? Like, do you think that matters at all? Yeah. So I do a mix. What the only thing I create in the video uh, on the app is if I'm doing a duet or a stitch, because you cannot add your own videos to it. Mm -hmm. Now there's, you can add your own, you can add your video off the app with reply to comments, which is really cool too. I actually love filming off the app because I try to use my, my camera. I have a DSLR camera. Mm -hmm. And so I use a higher quality camera and I film, but what I love about it as well is you can have it saved in your phone. So you can repost later. You don't have to worry about watermarks. You can post it onto Instagram reels. You can post it on other things without the watermarks. Mm-hmm. And so it can be reshared on multiple platforms. Plus I can do a lot more editing, like with sounds, with maybe some stickers or fun things. There's way more options to, to do that. The text, the adding the text to the screen on TikTok, it really, it's kind of, it's quite difficult actually with mm-hmm. the timing and stuff. So I find off the app is easier in that regard. But for people who don't really care about things like that, in the app is great. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You could. You still can do everything in the app. It just depends on your preference and what you want to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm like you. I like to repurpose, wash, rinse, repeat all that video content. Yes. <laughs> so I definitely am not 
doing a lot of it inside the app. Yeah. And then one day my niece has said, but there's beauty mode. And I'm like, you are 12. Why the hell do you, do you, do you care that much about be? And, and then I just take a step back and I'm like, is this what the, I mean, all these adults are talking about how, what these kids are seeing isn't always like real life because mm -hmm. everything is like a filter. Yeah. So I don't really know what I think about that either, but I just looked at them and I'm like, I don't care about beauty mode. I care about reusing my, my video because <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking busy. <laughs> and I don't really, this is how I look like yeah, it's, not, exactly. it's not always about how you look. Like it's more about the content, the value that you're putting out there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. that's not what it's all about, people. I know. And my <laughs> theories on that are most of these Gen Zers, because TikTok's still relatively new, right? It's just over two years. So what was before that? Instagram. Instagram was so vanity. It's mm -hmm. all about picture-perfect life. What's your best pose? Like, what's your best picture of the day? In reality, it's so funny. If you could go through it and you actually know some of these people in real life and you're like, girl, I just saw you at Starbucks and you were talking to me about your drama and with your boyfriend yet you posted this like beautiful picture of you guys together. So uh -huh. it's so funny. And so everyone has this mindset of, wow, things need to be great. But I do love about TikTok. Yes, there's still some vanity metrics there, but people have definitely are changing a bit. It's way more authentic. People are just showing up to kind of, you know, if they look, if they don't look their greatest, they're like, I don't care. I'm posting still. Where on Instagram, you would have been like, died to do that mm -hmm. people would have been like what the heck are you like how why did you post this and you know people will give you some kind of hate there but on tiktok you can just kind of be yourself which i love yeah and and there are a lot of beauty people on there that i notice mm -hmm. that you know they start off completely you know clean fit and they're doing their makeup like that's yeah. what they do on tiktok and, you know, so they show like the before and after, which I right. love because it's like, and then there's also all the, all this stuff going around about, you know, the whole catfishing thing of like, yeah. yes, I look like this when I wake up. And then if I'm going to go out, I look like this and there's like a pound of makeup and then right. they're even making fun of themselves with the yes. pound of makeup, <laughs> which is really I know, funny. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I also saw somebody calling out saying, Hey, look, sometimes there's makeup artists or even like they use James Charles and they said, you know, it's, it's all about the lighting that makes your makeup look mm -hmm. flawless. And then they show the realism of look, you still see blemishes come through the makeup without the lighting. And they're just showing realistic stuff where, yeah, on yep. Instagram and things like that, you see these beautiful faces and you're just striving for it. So you're going to buy all these different products and things. And in reality, it's like, no, we all have the same faces and mm -hmm. products can only cover so much and you're just you're human so I love that people are doing videos like that and showcasing and saying well look we're human people quit trying to look perfect and just be yourself yeah it's true and 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 that's the other thing exactly what you just said I appreciate the realness of it's like mm -hmm. it, it there's here's three different tones of how this ring like is gonna show your your makeup and and yeah. how you look so it's really funny. So let's talk about some of the big life-changing things that I know that I don't watch the news that much, but when mm -hmm. I do turn it on, there's always a life-changing TikTok story on there. So what have been like, your, do you have like a top three favorites of 
kind of like an overnight sensation of someone being discovered for something and it's completely changed their life. Like, do you mm -hmm. have a few favorites? Yeah. I mean, one of them is massive. Let's talk about like Dogface 420. Uh -huh. I mean, he was a huge one with the, the, and, and the thing is, even if you don't have TikTok, you know about him because he yep. became a viral sensation everywhere with his ocean spray and using the Fleetwood Mac song. I mean, that, that, that song ended up becoming trending on the number one charts, which is crazy just because of, of him doing that, the longboard and just drinking ocean spray and everyone got involved and it's just, it really has changed his life. I mean, he's got a house, ocean spray bought him a truck. He's now has, I think he's almost at 5 million followers on Instagram even, and even, which is crazy. And he's just transitioned him. Now he's known and he's on all sorts of stuff. He's on podcasts, he's on TV, he's on all crazy stuff. That's a great example of somebody for sure. And yeah. there's some people that don't make it to the news that have great stories as well. I mean, I'm just going to use an example of somebody because I think this is a little like relatable to some people's thinking like, oh, I cannot make it to be this viral news success. But I had a lady on my podcast named Erica Cruz who, believe it or not, she only has a, um, about 100,000 followers. So it's still relatively small. It's a lot of people though. It's still a lot of people, lot of but people. it's still small in a way, meaning like you don't need millions to be able to change right. your life. You can even have less. So she decided she was a tech techie. So she worked at a tech job and she really wanted to be an entrepreneur. She wanted to have her own business, but she didn't kind of have, she had the drive. She just didn't have the clientele to be able to quit. So she used TikTok and was like, Hey, I'm going to make some videos about my program and my coaching that I'm going to do with one video, Angela, this is what's so cool. One video, she ended up getting 300 and I think it was like 367 signups for her program and made more money in that one from that one video with the signups that then she was going to make in her the whole year of her tech job and was able to quit her it's job amazing so like there's real stories like that but you do see them in the news like with dogface but there's all these little ones behind the scenes that are happening as well with these small businesses so it's just it's really incredible it's just like you got to put yourself out there and you know, you never know what people are going to gravitate to. And that's almost the the fun unknown part. I know that, um, you know, I live in Nashville. I'm from Nashville. We've worked with a lot of people that have a lot of great record deals just from being in luxury weddings and I've planned a bunch of their weddings and some of their second <laughs> weddings. And the amount of work that it has taken some of these singers and songwriters to get to where they are and then tiktok comes up and then quarantine happens and everybody's at home mm -hmm. and then the there, there are kids on there and i say kids i mean because they most of them are a lot younger and they're getting record label deals through tiktok yes. like today my mother it was yesterday i think she said Angela, there was this 26-year-old mailman and he is doing this ship song. And I'm like, what? And she's like, she gets all excited to tell me about the, the TikTok, you know, just overnight sensations. And she's like, all these people were duetting him. And, and I don't think it's in the United States, but it's about rum. And do you know which one she's talking about? The mailman? That, that just just came out. I think it, it was on the news yesterday 
where oh, okay. he was like, on Friday, I was a mailman. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and today I signed a major record deal. <laughs> he's like, this is insane. But it's, he's like made up some song um, all about rum. Oh my God, I have to Google it and find it. That's awesome. But there's other people like in Nashville that on TikTok, they're like, my dream was always like moving to Nashville and singing country music. And I don't know, I've probably seen at least four or five different people come across my For You page that are like, I just signed with Sony. I just signed, I mean, and these are record labels right down the road from us. And that, but that those are the types of things that TikTok is doing. But then there's also a lot of people that get on there and they hate towards singers. And mm-hmm. they're like, that's just auto-tune. Anybody can sound like that. And then they're like, okay, well, I'll just take the auto-tune away. And then I'll just raw sing for you. And they flat out show you, like, this is my voice. This is my talent. Like, if you don't yeah. like m- what I'm singing, like, get off my page. <laughs> like, there's plenty of other people um, on there that I've seen. Yeah. And then there's, uh, it's just like, it's crazy. The people that, um, I know at the end of the year, there were some fun things going around where, you know, some, and when I say older, I I guess I mean like 40 plus people where they're like, um, I don't know. The song was like, I have a new life. Like (laughs) I have a new life, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) you would hardly recognize me because, you know, I used to be a pilot and then I was grounded because of COVID. Yeah. And then they did like these fun videos with their family members because they mm-hmm. were all living together, you know, through quarantine and stuff. So I really feel like it's been a lot. Um, it's brought a lot of happiness and a lot of bonding time for families Definitely. and kids like moms with their kids and dads with their kids, like dancing and doing all these funny things. Do you have any stories there where it's really like helped the parents bond with the kids through quarantine and TikToking? Absolutely. If we didn't have TikTok, I don't even know if I would know my kids because <laughs> that was something that that was their thing, right? Like they were on TikTok and you didn't relate because they would mention a song or a video and you're like, I have no idea. So they're, they just get frustrated. They're like, whatever. So they go hide in their rooms. Because we're all involved with TikTok and we help make videos, we get to talk about it. And when they mention a story or or say, hey, do you know this song? We know all the words, you know, we know the trends and we see those videos as cool. And they think that's so cool. We have something to talk about, which is really fun. And I think that's really important for parents as well. If you're not, if you don't understand their life, because we, you know, you, you kind of condition them. You're like, wait, we hope you grow up like this. But you also have to be respectful and learn a little bit about them and their culture because it's different, right? Believe it or not, we, we're we just going to grow up differently. So being going down to their level and learning some stuff about them will really bring you closer. And I'm really grateful. And I love TikTok how it is really about the family life. These kids, it's like it's not cringy to have your parents in. People are like, hey, I want to know who your dad is. There's so many videos of kids bringing in their parents and people absolutely loving it. And my daughters, they don't care if we're in their videos. Sometimes they're always asking us like, hey, can you be in a video? And mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. And sometimes it's not anything like cool. I don't feel like I'm doing anything cool. But for some reason, people just love it. And the family content is just huge on there. 
It really is. And then I know we mentioned this before, but like the pet content is just a whole <laughs> different level. Yes. A whole different level. I, I do feel like I probably should start a separate account that is just like pet stuff because I mean, I love my dogs and I love like doing some of the things that yeah. uh, I see other people doing, but then I'm like, nah, that's going to screw up my whole like little niche thingy. Like <laughs> this is not necessarily productive at all, which is what I do. So I'm always trying to like have productivity, even with like the funny dances and the WAP and stuff. I'm like still making funny things out of it. One of my nieces, when that first came out, because I like, I don't want them to do um, nasty dates. Yeah. I'm like, we can do the unedited things, right? <laughs> but you're 12 and you're 10 and you're still going to be somewhat appropriate. Right. And um, so my sister like doesn't strangle me. And so I'm just like, she's like, what is WAP? And I'm like, <laughs> we are productive. We are productive. That's what nice. I love for. that. I mean, I totally just, you know, pulled out of my ass. And so, <laughs> and so then they went to their friends and they're like, well, my aunt says, and then one of the, the one who was like, I'm a, I'm a little concerned one day that I'm going to find her stripping on a bowl when she's <laughs> of age because she's wild. And I'm, she's like, oh, well, my friend says it's like the P word. And I'm like, well, what is the P word exactly, Caroline? And she's like, you know, like, like a, a pussycat. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it can be that, but we're going to be more classy with it for now because you're, you're 10. And so we're just going to keep it with productive. Okay. And so it burns calories. It's a great workout. <laughs> I'm just like, I, this is why I don't have real kids. Like I don't want to have these conversations, but I want you to be able to do the trends because I know all your friends are doing the trends because you're showing me and I know you want to right. do it. So we'll do it to the, the, where the lyrics are not completely just explicitly disgusting for a 10 and 12 year old, but it's like, you still can get, you know, I guess the somewhat clean version, Yeah. but it also opens it up for like this kind of super uncomfortable conversations where it's like, you're just too young for this right now. And we'll talk about it later. Um, so I guess I would rather be the one to like, at least they feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, like exactly. you said, it opens up the commentary. Yes. I'm not worrying about where, where's your kid going to learn something from? Yeah. The exactly. other thing I will say about TikTok that I I love is just the downright truthfulness. So did, were mm -hmm. you following the lady that and and it's it you can always kind of tell the scamming if you go and look at their uh, profiles because they have like one video and it has like mm -hmm. two million views and she's like standing there pregnant with a baby on her hip oh and my gosh yes the husband or the boyfriend that like destroyed the furniture or whatnot yes yes, yes. what okay when you when you saw it, it if y'all don't know what we're talking about we're gonna tell you real quick this will be my last story but like when you first saw that because it showed up on my for you page and i immediately was like this woman's a fucking scam artist i'm <laughs> I mean, I, first off, I have zero empathy, you guys. And like, I was raised by a drug cop. So it's like, I can sniff out BS a mile away, even though I'm blonde. And sometimes I'm not the smartest cookie when it comes to some things, but I can smell out the BS. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this woman is full of shit. Yep. 
then like every day these stories were developing and the stitches and the duets and the, what were you thinking when you first saw it? Did you, are you kidding? No way. I was the same as you. I was like, lady, let's be real. First of all, if you're scared of your husband, you're not going to make a video that's going to go viral, please. Mm -hmm. Cause that will just trigger some craziness. Mm -hmm. And like you have your kid involved. Like there's just so much stuff there that I hate. Like I was like, no way. I, I, and then I went through the comments, obviously that's the first thing you do. And yeah, people are like, I'm so sorry. I just sent you a PayPal. And when yeah. somebody asks for money like that, I find it to be, I don't know, like there's a lot of people that are open and trust me, I've shared money with people who I've known legitimately, like maybe they got burned in a fire, like some real mm-hmm. proof there. But when somebody's just straight up, like I need money to get out. And I'm like, please lady. Uh-huh. Well, and yeah, it was proven that she was a total scam artist. I mean, the way TikTok took this to a whole new level. I mean, people on here. So it starts out where they are, people on TikTok are tagging another lady who's a very active TikToker who owns a domestic violence place. Mm -hmm. So she gets involved and then she starts to contact her and then other people start to contact her. And so all this starts, then the family members start to get involved and they start stitching her video saying, bitch, you've already done this on Facebook. Yeah. You've already gone on Facebook, did your same little ploy for money. And then, and then somebody, another family, well, they're like, well, we were at Walmart and she was buying all kinds of electronics and, you know, people I just bet. flat out telling the truth, which is yes. great. And so I'm just watching this unfold on my for you. Now I'm not seeking this out. I am I'm, I am watching the videos. Mm-hmm. And then there's one guy, which I just love him. And he's like, you guys are going to hate me. And I'm, I'm going to be the first one to stitch this and say, you know, this, this is a, this is all fake. And all of you that are you women that have the empathy. I mean, y'all, this woman, do you remember how much money she made in 24 hours? Oh my gosh. Oh, what was it? it I mean, it was well over a hundred thousand dollars. It was for well sure. over a hundred. Yeah. I want to say it was almost like half a million or something. Like yes. That. It was, it was absurd how <laughs> yeah. the TikTok community, you know, there's, cause there's so many people on it. And you've got your little Venmo or your cash app or whatever. Mm -hmm. Usually, isn't that for, so the whole reason I bring this up is, so is it normal for people to like put their Venmo and their cash app and people to send money to support creators? That's a normal thing, right? That is normal. Yes. Okay. Totally normal. Yep. And I think it's also very normal if someone says something, in fact, I have a friend that her daughter is a singer and she was like, I wanted, she wanted to do a Kickstarter campaign to raise money for marketing to try to put like out her first like four or five song album. And she's more like into the indie thing and kind of, you know, wants to do her own thing and doesn't necessarily want to be up under a huge label yet. And um, she's like, and I'm like, yes, like doing a Kickstarter and telling people exactly how you're going to use the money and what you're doing it for, I think is a, a great plan. And then people are invested and they're going to be watching your videos and they're going to be watching you make the music from your bathroom because that's what she's doing right now. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. But when you find people like this woman who take it to a completely different manipulative level Mm -hmm. of, I need money. 
And there's also been a few scams like with pets going around that I've noticed on there. They will find you. The police will get involved. I'm pretty sure that woman had to pay every penny back to all those people. She did. And I don't know if she went and served jail time or not. But people will hold you accountable where I don't necessarily know that people really do that on Facebook as much. Right. Um, I do know. Do you follow the guy, the singer, that he just had a song with Jimmy Fallon that does the whole internet drama with about the broccoli casserole and the butter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so funny, but it, it's art. And, you know, you've got to take the time to produce all that stuff. And so if you don't have a job paying you to do that, it's great to have people that will support the creators to put out such great content that is going to bring laughter to millions of people. So mm-hmm. it is, is there's nothing wrong with that if you're using no. it in the right way, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like if, in, if you're being manipulative, people, like you said, will call you out. But if you do it in a way like, hey, look, I'm a creator. If you want me to make more videos or be more creative, definitely support me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's like kind of like it's like a basking on the street, right? You drop money in their thing because you're being entertaining. So it's kind of like yeah, online yeah. basking in a way, like you're just putting your your little pot out there. And if you appreciate the work, you know, throw a little tip in there. And so I think there's nothing wrong with that. My daughter obviously does it and she monetize, monetizes quite well uh, with her account. And yeah, so that's that's normal. But if you have to, sometimes you have to like put different terminology in there. So like saying the basking thing, some people might click and be like, oh, Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, that t- they totally makes sense. I mean, also to me, it's just like I watch my mother every Sunday when they pass the basket at church. It's like mm-hmm. you are taking up an offering so that the church can go to Haiti and they can raise money and ship food over to the schools and the Catholic schools that they're starting in Haiti. So as long as you know and you share with your fans like where the money is going, like, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. Like it is, um, a, you know, a perfectly safe thing. So as we wrap, I could just talk to you forever, but my assistant's like, <laughs> all right, we, we got to move on to the next one over here. Cause I love TikTok. <laughs> Are there any final like thoughts that you would want to tell people if they're not on TikTok yet? Okay. Yeah. So if you're not on TikTok, I suggest just do it, let your hair down and just have fun with it. You can always get more serious later unless you really want a strategy but if you don't just get on there and have fun and make some videos like do some duets with people and just be silly you'd be surprised on during this quarantine how nice it will be just to do something fun and bring something funny into your life it will relieve so much stress and just take some stuff off and get involved with your family it's just a great place it's just it's a lot of a lot of fun it really is. So in all the show notes, we'll put all of Kyle's info so you guys can go and follow him on TikTok and LinkedIn and Instagram and YouTube. And if you want to know more and more and more and more about TikTok, go listen to Kyle's podcast because he talks to everyday people that are on TikTok and doing things on TikTok. So we'll make sure that we put that link over. Kyle, thank you so much for being here today. This is awesome. Uh, thanks, Angela. It was a blast. 
awesome. And everybody listening, go follow us on TikTok and listen yes. and then send us a dance. And like, I'm just kidding. You don't have to send us a dance. If you don't dance and it's if that's not your thing, do your thing on TikTok and send us your handle. I would love to follow you guys and follow your journey, especially if you're, if you're just starting because it's really, really fun. So thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.